Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be. The most crazy cool family-parents you can be. We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's it's a <laughs> membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our yeah. 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's we a give really you, good price. And, and you have access, yeah. You have access to all of our content every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you gotta do is go to basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. That is basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. Don't forget the dots, yes. dot dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up. And you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Hey, Merry Christmas, crazy cool family, nation, world. We're so excited you are with us today. We have a two-part series. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a couple things that we want to share with you about what is it that our kids need um, from Christmas and New Year. So today we're just going to talk about what do our kids need from us this Christmas. Yep. And next time, what do our kids need from us in the New Year? Yes. And so you'll want to come back. We, we will tell you nothing more, nothing more about next time until next time. But today we're going to focus on Christmas and man. We still have this world that seems <clears throat> kind of anxious, yeah, tense. Yeah. You know, we've got virus stuff still going on. Oh, it's coming back. Who's getting vaccinated? I was reading the other day that like uh, so many families are not letting their loved ones come in because they're not vaccinated or they... Uh, so all this stuff, just right. there still just feels like a lot of tension going on, wouldn't you say? Oh, for sure. And definitely. And like even the thought of like little kids sitting on Santa's lap or is everybody going to have a mask on? Oh my on? goodness, I hadn't thought about you that. You know, I mean, and just like like I see pictures with, you know, that we're, we're literally marking time and people have their face covered up with their masks. Right. And, and that is, I mean, whatever you think and believe in all that stuff, reality is it's still stressful because you can't yep. see the smile. Yep. And the smile is what brightens our soul. 
soul. And so I just think that there's, there's all that. I mean, and then there's the sickness. It's literally itself that COVID brings. Yeah. And then the fear and the anxiety. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And our kids are caught up in it. And I mean, I truly believe that their little psyche is not, I don't even know if my psyche, <laughs> my adult psyche well, is I mean, ready when, to process it all I mean, and know it, it, what to do with it. Last Christmas was weird because we were in the middle of it. Yeah. And, but we still have like a, and the hang- Christmas before was weird because it was coming. Remember they were talking about it happening in China. Yeah. I and guess. so it was yeah. like, it's coming. Like Is it, it started, coming? Yeah. I feel like it started in March, but, but I it mean, wasn't was, a nightmare yeah, until March. Yeah. Right. And then, right. and then, but even this, it's like, we have still have this hangover and you know, we were just talking about that in our church leadership stuff that it's been two years that in some ways, 2021 has been harder in some ways than 2020 because we just are unstable. It's the aftermath we, we, we don't of know. the storm. And our world, yeah. our world really has changed. It, it, the, this, uh, this, uh, the pandemic and everything that we've done has really impacted every part of our lives. It's impacted right. the way the government's operating. It's impacted the way... and kids... Like the fun game that we like to play is what is good that's come out of COVID? Like we were talking <laughs> about that last night. Well, DoorDash, I mean, yeah. come on, that yeah. was beautiful. Yeah. And and you can order your groceries and they'll shop for you and you can pick them up. Yeah. And, and so there are some good things that came out of it as well. Yeah. And so, but it, it in the midst of the chaos and the anxiousness of yeah. the world... Our kids want stability. They want safety. They want to have fun. Well, we have to remember, we have to allow our children to be children. We yep. have to we have to remember that they're just little people. And so we have mm-hmm. to tap into what is it that they what is it that they need from us in this time? And like yep. you said, they don't need us to be stressed out. Yeah. They I mean they mm. are they are wired for fun. They want to laugh. They need to laugh. We need to laugh. It's yeah. good for us. And I think it's a great time with Christmas to bring about the um it, it's just it's a, it is a wonderful time of the year. It's a great time that we can bring joy into our families. And so how do we do that? I mean Yeah, because you got to think about the little kids, they love sweets, they love the presents, they love the memories, they love the good time. I mean, it's the it's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is for children. And so I think it's a great time for us to reconnect to our kids in this chaotic time of the world of what's it going to look like for us to make this the most amazing Christmas for our kids. Well, and, and I like to even look at it and say that, you know, if you think about what a contrast the anxiousness mm-hmm. of the world is versus the joy of the Lord, you know, That's that good. how do we bring Jesus you know, our pastor says that hope is a person and his name is Jesus. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, it's a great time to talk about Jesus. It's a great time to bring the hope of Jesus into your family. And, and parents, I know that, you know, you're like us, we've got, we got kids coming over, we've got, you know, work is stressful, year end is coming, but in the midst of it all, what are you going to do to bring the hope of Jesus into your family. Yeah. So how are we going to like focus them on Jesus? How are we going to turn their eyes on Jesus? I mean, and what a better time yeah. than when he's come as a baby and a manger. And, and the and the world has, I think, has commercialized Jesus. It's all about presents. And, and, and I think it's Christmas. Yeah. Yes. And we, we fight the whole thing about the commercialization. Yes. And, and we tend to... Um, I guess scrub down the Jesus story. It's you know, it's all about and, and nativity scenes are great and and all that, but really when you look at what happened, 
Jesus, the birth of Jesus was this incredible miracle. Yeah. And and it yeah. and it really comes in and we can we can tell our kids about how and, and the miracle of the birth of Jesus. Yes, and all the miracles that surrounded it. Right. Yes. Yeah. And, and when, like, give them another miracle that surrounded the birth of Jesus. Like, what, well, what, are, you, what are you thinking about? Well, there's so many. Right. I mean, just give us a, what, yeah, what yeah, a couple. Yeah, that Mary was a virgin, that she was poor, that she was a female, that she was lowly, she was nobody, and God used her to yeah. bring the Savior to the world. That the Magi came from the from the east to Bethlehem, for, that, that he was born in Bethlehem. He wasn't supposed to be in Bethlehem. I mean, they were there because of a census, because of the right. government. I mean, but that God, was prophetic. That he yeah, was no, that's what I'm saying. There. God lined it up mm-hmm. every Everything, the timing, the the place, the 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 time in history, all of it was lined up. It's just that he was born in a barn. How uns, unsanitary is that? He was wrapped in cloth. Yep. He was laid. I mean, just that he lived through that right. alone. I mean, yep. just. I mean, and then, and oh my goodness, and then on the back end of it, that that the angel Gabriel spoke to Mary, then he spoke to Joseph, yeah, then he in, spoke to in the, the dreams. Yes, and, in yeah. the yes, in the dreams, you're going to be safe. And then, I mean, you can't remember the party out on the field. You can't forget the party out on the field with the shepherds. Right. They're just doing their job, and an angel shows up and makes an announcement, and then a whole host of angels show up. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It is the most incredible story next to the resurrection. Right, it's absolutely. the most incredible story. And I think that, like you said, sometimes it gets swept under the rug because the enemy wants us to be distracted and he wants us to be busy and he wants us to buy the presents and have the parties and make the food and and our well, kids get lost in all of it. One of my one of my favorite authors is John Eldridge, and he talks about Christmas being an invasion. That he literally says that the kingdom of God is striking at the heart of the kingdom of darkness. And he does it, God does it with a baby. You know, it's a great time to talk to our kids about just how God does things so weird, you know, compared to what we would think of. You know, the the Rome, I mean, the Jewish people, they wanted, a, they thought the prophetic version of Jesus would be a ruler, somebody to come oh, in right. and take care of the Romans yes. and bring an army and bring all this. And God does it. With a baby, with a defenseless Innocent, baby, yeah, and and he comes in, and and it, and it even like infuriated the rulers because if you remember, like Herod, Herod says, "I'm gonna," I, the Magi fooled him, and they went the other way. He said, "I'm gonna go kill all the babies that are and and I two was, and under." I used to think that that was like. You know, thousands, thousands of, babies, of babies. But we went to Jerusalem. We went to Israel and to Bethlehem. And, 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 and actually, to Bethlehem. tiny. Bethlehem's yeah. tiny. <laughs> so it was. But I mean, you've got the picture of this scene of Herod's soldiers coming into this defenseless town right. because there's the you know all the the power of the Roman government came in and they just it was brutal. And because there is this brutal clash yes. between the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And, it, and it's what a great time to talk about that. With, and uh, it, because what are we selling, parents? We're selling a kingdom of light yes. that God is powerful. And he came in and, and he came in uh, even under the cover of darkness uh, in a manger with a baby and changed the world. Yeah. I you love know? that. And so what we're saying, parents, is that what our kids need from us this Christmas is for us to tell them, for us to focus on the miracle of Christmas. Yeah, That's what we need to do. In Psalm 78, 2 through 4, it just says, I will open my mouth with a parable. Tell the story of Jesus. I will utter things, things from old... Um, 
from old things that we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us, we will not hide them from our descendants, our children, the next generation, the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power, his wonders, and what they have done. And so we are called by the in the Psalms, well, throughout all of Scripture, to tell our kids, to tell well, our kids, to remind this, them, to I focus mean, them. So often in the Christmas season, we, especially in this Christmas season, kind of post-pandemic Christmas season, we are telling our kids, it's not that we hide it from them purposefully, but instead we focus on how busy we are and what, you know, what the activity is going to be. And so in effect, we hide the truth from the next generation of the power of God. And it says, instead, we will tell. It means we purpose. We're going to do it consciously. We're going to tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord his power and the wonders he has done. And doesn't that just sound fabulous? Doesn't like my soul just lightens when I think about, yeah, his power. Yeah. And let's 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 talk about it. Let's Let's have those conversations. And that's what our kids need from us this Christmas is for us to tell about the power and the wonder of God. And And so as as the conversation comes up and you're hanging out with the families and COVID comes up or masks comes up or vaccines or politics, or you name it, all the things, you be the one to say, yeah, but God's good. God's better. God sent his son. God sent him as a baby. And you flip the whole thing. You talk about rearranging the stress level of your children. When when an anxious situation is infused with the hope. Yeah. Somebody was telling me the other day, it's that God is good and he's also good to you. Mm. And to tell your kids that, hey, through Christmas, God was looking out for you. He wanted to bring you salvation and he did it through a baby and he did it. He, so God is not only good child, whatever your child's <laughs> name is, you know, Ryan or, or Sarah, Sam, Sarah, George. Yeah. God is not only good, Ryan, Sarah, Sam, George, whatever, but he's good to you. And, and so let's talk about some well, yeah, ways. So, so what, so you're saying, yes, yeah, great. Great, Don and Suzanne, you've got this lofty goal here. Okay, talk about Jesus. Well, let's just, in the busiest time of the year, we recognize that we know that we're caught up in the busy too. What are some practical ways? What are some ways that we can do that? And so we just kind of brainstorm some ways that we just want to share with you in case God hasn't already downloaded tons of ideas. But don't just falter. I mean, God's going to show you. And you may have unique things. Like one of the things that my wife does is she loves manger scenes. And so we have, I mean, dozens of manger scenes. We counted them at one point in well, time. Well, that's we what I was going to say is that, so one year we, we guessed, we had the children guess and go count how many manger scenes there were and see who could count. She had the right number and they had to go find them all and figure out. So anyway, just my point is that not that you need to go buy dozens of manger, manger scenes. You can. But there a is good a balance. I mean, and I wanted to do that. So I've been collecting them for over mm-hmm. 30 years of marriage. I think one year Don gave me three manger scenes for Christmas. I think I don't remember what, what the story was, or maybe the kids gave me one and his mom gave me one. And so I've been collecting them. So I have a ton. So I'm not saying go out and spend a whole bunch of money. Um, Hobby Lobby does have them 50% off. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, if you do want to collect a couple, but have the balance right. You know, have more of the um, the picture of Jesus, the nativity scene, if you will, the reminder of Jesus, than you do of Santa Claus and of snowmen and of yeah. and of that. Just have the balance because that's if that's a great illustration of what we want in our lives. We want more of Jesus than we want what the world is and selling. Not, we can have the things of the world, but we want more of Jesus. And they're not displayed all throughout the year. 
So I mean, Suzanne brings them out, and then actually there are a few. Well, the few, of them, <laughs> yes, but not the third, not the dozens. But yes. I mean, so, but I'm saying that when she brings them out, then that causes conversation. Hey, you know, because yes. new things are here. Oh wow, there, mom, where'd you get this manger scene, or where'd you get that? And for so whatever it is, my point is, is that just bring out Christmas things. It might be that you hang have certain scriptures that you hang on right. your wall during Christmas, or maybe you um, do things like that. So like the reason for the season, you've heard that before. So highlight that. What's the reason for the season? I would just, a side note, when I was a little girl, I didn't know that Christmas was about Jesus. My mm. family didn't raise me to believe that Christmas, and to know we didn't go to church. It wasn't until I was in middle school and I started going to church with a friend. And I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. But to me, Christmas was about Santa. Mm-hmm. And so just parents, you, you might not even be aware that your kids are picking up on what the world's selling Christmas and not what God has sold is given us as Christmas. And so just be intentional with that, which means like the Christmas story. You know, for years we would read the Christmas story on Christmas Eve, but as we were talking about this podcast, I thought, why? I challenge you parents, read it every night. Read it every day. I mean, right. read the Christmas story often. Read it at dinner time and talk about it and talk about different aspects of it. It doesn't have to be just on Christmas. Yeah. What Eve. if your kids were tired of talking about Jesus by the end of, <laughs> by the end of Christmas? <laughs> but you know, even the even the presents That's part, good. you know that that uh, even the presents part of things can turn them towards gratefulness mm-hmm. to, you know, gosh, look at how God has provided so that oh, yes. we get all of these. So every, so often you can just take even the things of the world, but flip them back towards the things of God. It's not that we, you know, I think parents struggle with how much presents do I buy and the over, but you know, God says, I, I just believe that we are generous with our kids in, in so many ways, not overindulgent, but just generous, because that's what you can turn them back to Matthew 7. It says, you know, which of you, if your child asked for bread, would give them a stone that right. God, God, you know, that we are generous because God is generous. And there are so many ways to even turn that back there. Yeah, I love that. I just love that the, using the things of this world as a trigger to turn, turn them back to Jesus. Okay, so we're giving you these presents just to remind you that God gave us the most amazing present of all. He gave yeah. us Jesus. Yeah, yeah. that's so awesome. So to turn, yeah. to turn yeah. it yeah. back. Well, and, and there's movies about Jesus or movies about Christmas and or the nativity and even yes. things like The Chosen, which talks about the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You don't have to watch. It's like for some reason we think that because it's Christmas, we have to focus on the birth of Jesus. Well, what if we just focus on Jesus? And there's yeah. so, it brings a whole... Um, uh, uh, um, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, more, more, more and more um, uh, things that we can watch or oh, do. Right, there, right. There's just it brings opens it the, opens up yeah, the quarry. The, yeah, whatever, yeah, I still <laughs> don't know the word I'm looking for, but I'll um, think of it as yeah, soon as we're done. Yeah. It just expands our, our capabilities or expands our, our, our um, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Exposure. Yeah. Um, so another thing, too, is Christmas music. Um, just to make sure that we've got, you've got, there's all sorts of worship Christmas music, too. And it's not the Christmas carols, although I love the Christmas carols. But in addition to the Christmas carols, do the Christmas worship. Yeah. Um, those are, yeah, those yeah, are just Again, Christmas is kind changing. of just an excuse to bring Jesus more into the scene. Yeah. And, and there's all like, you know, even going to events, I, I love it that, you know, we try to do something every year to where we go see, go see a nativity scene mm-hmm. or go see something that's about Christmas. Or, you know, some people go to a hotel where they have like the Gaylord and DFW has all these lights and stuff, you know, and just, and really, so you think about, well, that's, 
celebrating the wrong things or maybe whatever, but, but it really just creates relationship. Well, it and creates even, opportunities for conversations. And even tying back to what I love about Christmas lights is that Jesus is the light of the world. I mean, so you can literally tie back all, anything that you do, you can tie it back. Yeah. You can. Yeah. As, as little kids, you know, we had a birthday party for Jesus. Yes. And made a birthday cake and sang him happy birthday. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work as well with teenagers, but, <laughs> but I mean, for the little kids that works oh, really yeah. well, I mean, and we invited people people over and, you know, a couple, you know, a couple other families. And there was this, you know, we celebrated it all. We read the Christmas story. Mm -hmm. I mean, all those things. And, and I just think that's really cool. Yeah. And one of the things that we've done is we've gone to our Christmas Eve service at church. And um, even this year, we are probably, we're going to be out of town over Christmas. And McKay, our youngest was like, wait a minute, we're not going to go to the Christmas Eve service. Oh, wow. What's there's, we can't, we can't, we have to go to that. I mean, we've got to, can we go out of town before or after, you know, and it was, yeah. or afterwards and, it's like, well, maybe they'll have it. You know, sometimes they bump it back. But another thing, too, is you know how we write a letter to Santa telling him all the things that we want? What would it look like? I if still we... do that. <laughs> and, I, and I read it <laughs> for you. <laughs> Proof it. Yeah. Uh, um, but what would it look like if we wrote a letter to Jesus? You know, thank yeah. you, Jesus, for, for coming to earth as a baby, for, um, you know, for all the miracles that you did while you were on earth, for dying on a cross, for, for paving a way for me to come from heaven, from earth to heaven for for being the savior for going through all of that what would that look like if we were to re even once again taking that element of society write a letter to santa and making it be an element of us connecting to god and our kids to god okay so are you getting the point here? Yeah, I just wanted to say one more thing yeah. too is that we I created a, a PDF a document document for you about just to rattle off all the miracles of the the Christmas night. Yeah, there'll be a link in the episode notes for yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was wanting you to say. Yeah. And then we'll put it on our resources of Crazy Cool Family, and we'll put it on that resource page as well. Or is it a yeah yeah. Um, just just for you to have, if you if you don't want to look it up, it's got all the little scriptures with it. If you want to make a big deal with your kids about, do you realize how many miracles happened? I mean, even when I was sharing it with you, I was so excited. And so you'll be excited as you share that with your kids. And I think as we wrap up this Christmas time, what our kids need from us, I want to come back to making Christmas fun. You Magical. Know? Yeah. I mean, so often then even... Christian parents will say they'll start to bash the commercialism of Christmas or bash this. And and really, and, and I agree with not being overindulgent with our kids, but we don't have to bash things. Right. Just celebrate. You know, if they're going to get three presents, then and that's what you feel like is the thing to do. Then celebrate those three presents. Well, that's what and, he, Jesus got. Gold, frankincense, <laughs> and myrrh. Exactly. And so just, you know, avoid the... Um, the negativity of that. this season, yeah. even if you feel, I mean, we don't need to bash what other people are doing or, you know, uh, whether that be our, our in-laws or whatever, because we think we have to justify what we're doing. Let's bring the hope of Jesus into our families. I love that. Just the, because Christmas is a magical time, especially for children. I mean, come on, don't, just tap back into when you were a child. Right. You were going to walk downstairs and there would be presents everywhere and maybe the stockings are full or you get to eat extra sugar or there's friends and family to play with or even bare minimum, there's no, you don't have to go to school. And so there's <laughs> yeah, no routine. That. And so that's what the world presents yeah. to us at Christmas time. And it is a wonderful time. 
time of the year. And so, oh, and, and, and that's how the, that's how the world celebrates it. And that's all good. But us as Christians, we get to go to the next level. The, as yeah. believers, we get to say, yes, we have all that. And we have Jesus. Yeah. We have and, the best gift of all. And even if you go back to the Old Testament, they had festivals, they had celebrations. God knows how to party. He really does, and He wants you to bring life, love, joy, fun, and you know, and to set aside the time. It's not a you know, we don't have Christmas every day. We have Christmas once a year. We have Christmas and Easter, and we celebrate the birth and the resurrection right. of Jesus. And we need to do it with life and love and bringing fun and joy into our kids' lives. So. Okay, have we beat that into y'all enough yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say that one of my favorite verses for, for Christmas is the Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, a son is given. It's given to us. And the government will be on his shoulders. He's going to take care of COVID and masks and vaccines. And he's going to take care of the politics and what's going on. This, the government of today is going to be on his shoulders as it was then. And this is my best, my favorite part of it because it's got so much power in it. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. He's going to take care of all of our needs. Our mighty God, He's in charge. Everlasting Father, He always has been and He always will be. And then Prince of Peace. Yeah, we need some peace right now. Oh, yes. And so that's who He is. That's yeah. who we're celebrating. That's the miracle. That's that's what our kids need from us. That They need us to focus on Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Point them to that, and they're going to have the best Christmas they've ever had. Great way to end it. Don't uh, forget about the handout in the um, episode notes that talks about the miracles of Jesus. And until next time, go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>